Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I can't believe I'm about to say what I'm about to say like that. Are you going to stop me? I don't know. O.J. Simpson. Yes, that O.J. Simpson has posted a two-minute video on Twitter about the Drew Brees situation, and it's a really good take. I'm just stunned I'm saying that. But O.J. has it almost exactly right. I mean, I'm stunned to say that I agree with you. (laughs) <laughs> what the hell kind of bizarro world are we living in where you and I, Lightning, are saying, OJ, well said. Wow, yes, yeah, you. Yeah, That's right. leadership. Bringing it. That's what's happened just now. Shattuck, you need Great. to watch that. Uh, no, thank you. Is this, I'm uh, telling you. Into it right now. Uh, I, I'm, I'll check out what OJ has to say here. He's been very good for race relations, so I'll check it out. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. It's so ridiculously absurd. And yet, this broken clock is told the right time today. He's got it right now. Crazy world. As we continue to talk about... Well, Shattuck, as we continue to talk about Drew Brees and protests and George Floyd and all of that, let's add into it this. We got a Kelly financial poll question up at VB The Wise. Lighting's got got it up at WRKO 680 as well. Um... As you well know, the governor of Virginia announced yesterday that he's taking the statue of Robert E. Lee down in Richmond, along with this four other Confederate statues on what they call Monument Ave. Um, and the mayor of Richmond has taken those down as well. Four, the four of them are on city property. That's why the mayor's doing it. And they have to wait till July 1st for a contractual reason, I guess. But the Lee statue is on state property, and Northam says he's taking it down. So should the Robert E. Lee statue in Richmond be taken down? Currently, 78% of you say no, uh, on my poll anyway. Tom Shattuck, what say you? Uh, No. No, I don't think it should be taken down. I think you want to be able to have the opportunity to tell the story of the Confederacy and why it came to be and the perniciousness um, of it and the 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 whole narrative of the biggest black mark on this country and the original sin of this country and how that man and his movement uh, was extinguished violently by the forces of good who flew under the United States flag, as a matter of fact, at the time. So, uh, no, I think you don't have to have the thing right in the center of town or whatever. I just what is the upside of that statue of any Confederate statue at this point? What is the upside? Well, I mean, it. Why are we clinging moment- to those things? I don't understand this. I can't, I've, we've had this conversation for a lot of years. You guys know I'm for banning completely the Confederate flag. I think it's an absolute symbol of hate. There's nothing good about it. The concept of the South will rise again should be offensive to everybody. And Confederate statues, Lee, I've. Lee, I've wrestled with a little bit. And the only reason Lee is different than everybody else, even your Stonewall Jacksons, et cetera, is. If you say to somebody, name the five best generals in the history of this country, Lee would have to be in that discussion. And so 
by by his sheer military greatness, I understand why you would have a statue to him. However, the baggage that comes with that, especially now, there's no point anymore. And there are consequences to actions. And Lee's actions were, in specific, Robert E. Lee, he was given a chance to command the Union Army and turned it down and consciously chose to take over the Confederate Army. Or, well, it took about a year before he finally did it. But he had he consciously chose to do that. There are consequences to those actions. And one of them should be if you lose you will not be celebrated by the victors um yeah i mean i'm not married to having the statues around i'm sensitive to the idea that you'd have people in the black community uh, you know little kids having to walk with their lunchbox under the statue in knowing that that was a guy who was who was uh, bent on uh, keeping you enslaved as property as not even full human beings and I understand that, and I'm 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 for I'm for that. I'm I'm against rash decisions to do things because right now it's the political uh, fad of the moment. I think it, telling the entire story of the Confederacy is something that's useful. Um, I obviously okay, I but nobody's glad. saying you can't write a book about the Civil War. They're just saying why are there monuments to the South? Monuments are something we're supposed. There's a reason why they're on pedestals. We're supposed to look up to that thing in in reverence and say, man, now that was something. That's George Washington. That's the founder of this country. That's Paul Revere. He's the guy that rode through in the middle of night under the cover of darkness and shouted out. Like, we're supposed to look up to those people. Is Robert E. Lee someone we're supposed to look up to? Well, by this moral standard of 2020. By any standard, Shattuck. Why do you have to codify that? I'm saying the moral standard of 2020, no. Uh, By the moral standard of 16, uh, I'm sorry, of 18... You know, forty-five or eighteen fifty-five uh, in the South. It maybe was a. Well, how about eighteen eighty? How about eighteen eighty? Well, you know, fifteen years after Appomattox. Why would there be that statue in Richmond went up in eighteen ninety? By the way, but why would it be there? Use the moral standards of twenty twenty. Then you're going to have to get rid of all of the statues. They all have to go. For some reason, there's an exception carved out for FDR because he only entered Japanese, and I don't know why that is, but. Um, but you can't put everybody up to the standard of 2020. But you can't you know, that... put them up to a standard and an ideal of what it means to be an American. And I think we all agree that the Confederacy didn't rise to that level. So why, why, what is the upside to, to waving a Confederate flag or having a Confederate flag on your car? What is the upside? Again, I was in New Orleans. They took down a statue to Lee in Lee Circle. It's really weird because there's this giant 30-foot pedestal there, and there's nothing on top of it. I don't know why they can't replace, put something up there. There's got to be someone else you could put a statue to up there. But there are a... There are hundreds of millions of people that have lived in this country over the centuries. You can't find someone better than Robert E. Lee to put a statue up to after that statue's been up over 100 years? Well, it's fine. I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of great people you can put a statue up to. We've been talking about Harriet Tubb and the Tuskegee Airmen. I mean, if you want to tell different stories, and probably those stories, it sucks that they're just getting, certainly with the Tuskegee Airmen, Airmen, people are just finding out about them now when they're dying off, or they might already all be dead. Um, I'm not going to, you know, die on the hill of certainly Confederate flags or, or those or the, those statues. I just think that when you make rash decisions based on today's moral compass uh, on things that happened 200 years ago, then it's a tricky situation. And we tie ourselves up in, in knots here trying to appease a guilt or, or, or social movements. And it's 
it's it's not wise. You know, it's just unwise, and we look dumb doing it. You know, that we come from an imperfect country. You know, the stuff that was okay 25 years ago is not okay now. Yeah, that's that and is so, the world, Shattuck, right? Like, do Saddam, Saddam Hussein statues belong in Iraq? We took them down. You know why? Because we didn't want people to remember that guy and idolize that guy. But that's part of Iraq's history, so should there be statues to him? We always get back to the Nazis on this. Erwin Rommel was one of the greatest generals in the history of Germany, but you know what they don't have in Germany? Statues to Erwin Rommel. Why? Because they don't want to celebrate that period of their history, and they don't want to honor it. How is the South different than that? Um, well, I, mean, I would say that the, the Nazis have no constituency whatsoever uh, in the the. Should the Confederacy, though? The answer is no, it shouldn't. It should not. I mean, I'm not the the, the Jag. Just just uh, say it. Say no. Take it down. Be done with it. You're good. All you got to do is say no and don't struggle to find the words. That's the easy thing, and that's the lazy thing to say. It's not lazy. Sometimes things are so obvious and right, you just do them. It's not rash. It's right. At the same time, the idiot who's taking the statues down dressed as a Klansman in the 1980s, or he was in blackface in the 1980s, and is still in office. And still, you can read, people read dog whistles all the time, you can read people's minds, and they know what's in their heart. This guy was either the Klansman or the guy in blackface, and you read his heart and say, no, no, he's okay? So it... I just need some consistency in what we're well, going to do Well, again, just because one thing isn't right doesn't mean everything gets to be wrong. Like, you can right wrongs even though you don't right every wrong. I think it's enough time oh, already okay. with you celebrating what the Confederacy was and that the South were these noble warriors fighting for a cause. No, that cause was crazy. Everybody knew it then, which is why we went to war with them. And the idea that we were going to placate them and hope that they would participate back in our country by giving them some, hey, no, you guys were awesome too, and mad respect. I don't understand that. I don't understand where we've ever done that anywhere else. We don't have statues to other, you know, enemy combatants up because wow they were really good i don't know why we do that with the south either your calls on this tell me if i'm crazy 617-266-6868 it's vb you're in the middle on am 680 wrko now i want to take a second to talk to you about my pillow why because i love my pillow i sleep on it every day and i get a great or every night i should say and i get a great night's sleep it's time for you to find out if you are going to love my pillow as much as i love it why because right now Mike Lindell and our friends at MyPillow have radio pricing going on. It's special buy one, get one offers on a variety of their products. For example, the Supima MyPillows, yep, buy one, get one. The MyPillow Giza Dream Sheets, buy one, get one. How about the MyPillow Towel Set? Yep, buy one, get one. Here's how you do it. Call 800-972-2316 or go to MyPillow.com and give them the code WRKO. By the way. These products all come with a 60-day money-back guarantee, and they're all built in the United States of America. You want to participate in this, and you want to get yourself some MyPillow stuff. Call right now, 1-800-972-2316, or go to MyPillow.com, and don't forget to use that code, WRKO. It's BB in the middle. What is it the Godfather said, Lightning? Make him an offer he can't refuse. 
That is just a horrific impression <laughs> of the first order. And I am so, so sorry that I came to you on that. Waffles isn't here, so I, I'm go. I'm what you got for the impression. Do you want a mulligan? Do you want to try that again? Yeah, he's got it. Gonna make him an offer he can't refuse, huh? Come that on. was good. That okay, was good. so let no, me hear you no, do it no again. There's no need for me to do it now. There's no need. Now, back to everybody's favorite middleman, VB. A couple things on the docket as we continue to talk about the protests and everything that's going on in the country revolving around George Floyd. Uh, Drew Brees made some comments and has since apologized for him. The governor of Virginia has announced that they are taking down the Robert E. Lee statue in Richmond, Virginia, for those that don't know, Richmond was the capital of the Confederacy. Um, and we're getting your feedback and your thoughts on that. Tom Shattuck is with me. He of the Lowell Sun. He and I have stated our position on these. Now I want to hear from you at 617-266-6868. John's up in Nashua. John, you're next here on RKO. Hey, VB, How are you today? Good, John. Hey, uh <clears throat> Let me preface this with, uh, I've studied history and religion for a good portion of my life, and I'm almost 61. Um, 73% of the South did not own a slave. Robert E. Lee did not own a slave. His wife, Custis, owned the slaves. Yeah. Um, it's one of the great stats you- of the Civil War, John, is that, Ulysses S. Grant actually owned slaves. Robert E. Lee did not. It's one of those weird, <laughs> odd things. Correct. And remember Washington and Jefferson. So it's a, it's a muddled mix, to say the least. But remember, this was originally for Lee. The reason he did not take the Army, states' rights is what he was concerned about, <laughs> which morphed with, of course, the abolitionist movement because we were against slavery with the, 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 the Union Army. But those are the basic facts. On top of that, Lee was a decent soul. Uh, one of his, the great sayings he came up with is, good that war is so terrible, lest we grow too fond of it. But it doesn't take away from the anger that I know people feel. But I can see you taking out a statue of Nathan Bedford Forrest, who's a horrible, horrible racist. Right. Right. But you need to, if you destroy history, you keep repeating it. You're not destroying history by not having a statue to something. I, I have two books up in my bookshelf right now, John. I don't see that. Yeah, I, I don't do. see that, BB. I okay, don't. Okay, so for well, example. There's a difference opinion, but I'm not going to be totalitarian and scream or yell at you like uh, apparently we're seeing with a lot of the angry well, left I, that if you're not with us, you're against us. So On that, we agree, John. But, like, yes. again, do we need to put Richard Nixon up on Mount Rushmore because otherwise we'll forget who Richard Nixon was? Like, I don't think so. I, no, Lee, but I think you, you, you gloss over the, the fact that this was a guy who put up a lot at stake for himself, and I think you, you leave it up there and you let people know you have a, a book there to look from. Or, like with Nathan Bedford Forrest, they take the statue down, put up, this guy was a racist and a horrible human being. He was. I agree. Nathan Bedford Forrest should come down. I, I think, but I think all these guys do, including Lee. One thing that I would guard you against, John. I know you've you've studied this and you read it and you you know more about this than most. But 
don't buy into the myth that this was about states' rights because there was only one right that the states wanted that they couldn't otherwise get, and it was slavery. So states' rights was the, the, the cover they gave themselves, but the only right they wanted to exercise that the North wasn't exercising was slavery. It was, it's why in four of the original nine states that seceded, it specifically said in their article of secession, we want to preserve the right to, of, to protect slavery. This was about slavery. It wasn't about states' and rights. You look and you'll see those are the states that have the most to lose, the okay. big corporate companies who own the majority of the slaves. But okay, but it was guy, about slavery. Soldier. Yeah, I see. I think your general little, your little soldier from the South, again, 73% did not own a slave. I think many of them didn't give a rat's ass about it. I think they just wanted to make sure their states' rights were there. But, of course... Well, I know what you're so saying. So in South Carolina, think, for example, John, we, we just talked about this recently. I don't want to get too bogged down on it. But in South Carolina, sure. there were more slaves in South Carolina at the time of secession Correct. than there were, I quote, unquote, citizens. But so, yeah, I remember that last week you brought it up. But the 73% of people weren't slave owners. That doesn't include the slaves because obviously they weren't slave owners. And in South Carolina, that would be the majority of people. Like... It's it's just this one isn't really complicated. The, the the Civil War was about that institution, and the reason why we fought it was to end that institution and to keep the union Correct. together under the right reasons. I mean, the twenty years leading up to that, they tried every which way to sort of dance around it and try and appease and figure out a way, but they, eventually it had to come to blows, and it did. And once it did, you had to choose sides. When you say that. Lee, that was not his reason. It was for the state of Virginia, not for slavery, but for states' rights, which ends up being, but if you read his memoirs and read about him, that was basically the last thing on his mind when he took over, because you, as you said earlier, he, he then he's the Union Army. That he's a bigger fool than I thought. If the idea of states' I, I, rights I is noble, even if... Even if the right that they want is is the worst thing ever, but that gets superseded by the state's right to do that, that can't be. It well, makes no I, sense. I, I and again, I can't take Robert E. Lee's word on bad. Robert E. Lee. I do have to judge him outside of what he wants me to believe of himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just uh, I disagree with the premise of it a little bit there. Just for my, <laughs> like I said, I've, I've spent my my life between history and religion, so I. Uh, I appreciate that, John, and I appreciate the spirited discussion. Don't be a stranger. 617-266-6868. Shattuck, weigh in on that. I I mean, according to you, we're not allowed to have that kind of discussion based on the facts this week at least and probably next week because it's it's time for just sheer passion and virtue signaling. But, no, I mean, he makes – you know, it's interesting to have honest discussions really does move us forward. I would add that even after the Civil War, quickly Jim Crow laws were uh, uh, enforced in in the the, the blacks in the South Mm -hmm. and through much. uh, You know, it it took more than a century for them to uh, to get the shackles of those laws off. And so uh, so slavery was though forced slavery in name was over. uh, It it was uh, not a fair game. There's no doubt about that. But, um, well, they're telling you it still that, isn't, Shattuck. That's what these protests are about in part. Right, and that's a discussion to have, too. So if you talk about there being two and a half times, uh, you know, the amount of police incursions with uh, with black suspects rather than with white suspects, 
then that is true in big urban areas, absolutely. But that's because it's people in minority neighborhoods calling the police for help because they're being attacked. Are the police not supposed to come and engage the attackers or the or the, the criminals who are, who are you know who are are victimizing the neighborhood? So there's a reason for this. The, the police respond to high crime areas. Now, why that area is a high crime area? That's a bigger discussion. It's not just that there's that uh, you know that one half of the country is is evil. It's a bigger discussion. If you want to talk about systemic racism, then I think there's a, certainly a discussion to be had there. Who could say that there isn't a discussion to be had there? What we did with the Great Society is something that uh, right now curses us to this day. So that's a discussion to have. It doesn't mean that half of the country or I have to shut the hell up while virtue signaling idiots like all those Karens and other progressive organizations decide what speech is acceptable in uh, in in you know, good, good company now. I, I just got a minute yeah. here. Let's get another call in if we can. Ed's in the car. Ed, you're next on RKO. Hey, VB. Uh, thanks for taking the call. You know, I used to be a, um, you know, America, you know, keep the uh, statues up as a, a reminder of our history. But I think important to remember a lot of these statues went up after Reconstruction and the northern states and their troops had left. And Almost all of them did. This one in Richmond did. It was 1890 when it went up. Right. And so now that the troops have gone, you know, I think that people were saying, hey, the troops have left. Don't we lost the war, but don't forget who's in charge. So I've changed my opinion. I appreciate that, Ed. And, and that's again, one of the things Drew Brees tried to say in his apology today, which a lot of people are upset that he apologized. Other Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. People are upset. What he said is, they're like, look, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to listen. I'm trying to get better. And I think there's something that we can all take from what Drew Brees said today, regardless of whether or not you think he should have said it. And that's why I like what Drew Brees did. 617-266-6868. One of the reasons. 617-266-6868. More calls in a second. It's VB today with Tom Shattuck of the Lowell Sun right here in WRKO. Why don't you just meet me in the middle? I'd like to see it a little bit, maybe more right down the middle. I'm losing my mind just a little. 
Maybe you can realize that the truth is in the middle. So why don't you just make me in the middle? Now back to everybody's favorite middleman. In the middle. VB. Hour number three of VB in the middle on AM 680 WRKL. A lot we got to get to, and I hope we can get it all in. We haven't even talked about the guy in Stoughton yet, Lightning, who was allegedly urinating in almond milk containers in a supermarket yesterday. I, I drink almond milk. What oh, the hell? Yikes. We'll get into that maybe a little bit later. we got to get into Trump and Mattis. And does Trump have a Mattis problem? We'll do that at 2.30. First, though, I, I'm fascinated by the confederate statues discussion i'm fascinated by the drew Brees discussion we're going to continue that for a little while longer and get your opinion on it tom shattuck of the lowell sun is with me and shattuck has been educated for the last two hours by me you're welcome shattuck <laughs> please my god talk about somebody who's been bullied by the culture no you can't talk about anything else right now it's only what don lemon and anderson cooper tell me that it's okay to talk about i'll talk about my goodness. Should Talk I, about the virtual. Should I read one of the texts here? Sure, Lightning, please. Uh, By the way, I'll tell you the Kelly Financial Poll. Should the mm. Confederate statues come down? Uh, 78% still say no on that. Mm-mm. Well, 508 says uh, Shattuck is right. Discussions are being shut down by this with us or against us mentality. Correct. So let me say Whatever. one thing on that, Shattuck. Just one, okay? And this this will be a bad analogy, but it's the best I can do. You ever have an argument with your wife, Shattuck? I know you probably hey. haven't because your wife is a saint and an angel. But let's say in the hypothetical, you and her are having an argument. And let's say she's getting pretty heated. You ever think to yourself in the middle of that argument, there is that thing that I do want to discuss, but now's probably not the time while she's unloading on me? That's where we are as a country right now. So that's why Breeze ran into trouble, because right now people are at a fever pitch and they don't want to hear anything other than the discussion that they're having right now. And so sometimes what you do, it's the old line, discretion is the better part of valor. Breeze would have been wise to just comment on that thing and not broaden it out. And when he broadened it out, he got smacked down. And now everybody wants to go, but Breeze is right. Breeze may have been right. Two weeks ago, and he may be right two weeks from now, but now isn't the time for the discussion that he was having. And I think he realized that. Yeah, well, now is never going to end because you've ceded over your First Amendment to people who want you to shut up. And you're afraid of them. So you say, okay, be quiet, Drew, be quiet. You're not allowed to have your own principles and well-thought-out ideology. You're not allowed to express yourself honestly because you're coming. Just like the New York Times when when they published an op-ed that is is for a crackdown, and now all the all the millennial and millennial reporters are demanding that they that the uh, that the they're taking editors... sick days. Did you see this? There's like five of them that have announced publicly that they're calling in sick today to protest the fact that the New York Times <laughs> ran an opinion piece from Tom Cotton, a senator right. of the, the United States, a senator, and the, the editor of the Times now has had to go out there and say, let me explain to you guys why I ran it. I didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings. I didn't mean Is that going to empower those idiot bullies in the newsroom? Or do you think they'll be satisfied with that? It's only going to empower them. The more you give up, you seed away your rights in, in the places to public forum, the more you're going to lose it forever. You can never do this. You can never back down. Drew Brees did nothing wrong. Never back down. You're starting to sound like Trump here, where 
there there are discussions to be had in the country, and there are issues facing this country that you have to you have to at least listen to. And that's what Bree said today. I need to do a whole lot more listening and a lot less talking. Obviously, I thought that was a great line, and I think that's a lesson for all of us. Oh my God! Of course it's not because it's you're buying it. You're buying into it. You're getting snookered here. What happens is this. Right now, it's just because the George Floyd stuff happened that you need to shut up and seize your First Amendment. But remember, you have white privilege, VB, which means this is in you forever. This has been implanted in you, so you never have the ability to speak. You know, in the intersectional uh, table of who's allowed to speak, you and me are last. We're not allowed to speak. So if you've seated over, if they can see now that they can shut you up by using this event— there's a reason why why privilege, this idea, this concept, construct of privilege was created. And you, they're just going to muzzle you again and again and again. And you should have stopped them the first time because they never stop. Well, I don't even know what that means, but wh- how were you going to stop them, quote unquote? What were you going to do? Well, I mean, I'm I'll, I'm writing what I want to so write. You were, saying what you were going to have them protest? Of course you should protest. Okay, well, then I, I don't know what stop you, you stopped them or you seeded something here. I don't know what that means. Like, the, they were going to make a point. They've made the point. Now, where I draw the line is once you get into any sort of vandalism, destruction, you start, you know, a police officer lost his life again yesterday. Once you start getting into that stuff, that's where I absolutely say, no, we'll have none of that here. And that's outrageous, and the law had better see all of that through and that i get worried about because we've heard a lot of like new york for example everybody they've arrested has been let out without bail i find that outrageous and do that in boston it would be too harsh at this point if you had done it 10 years I ago with said it on boston airwaves though shannon i don't i don't quite get what you're saying where like we don't have a voice if you had done it 10 years ago i'm not talking about you if you, if, the, if the mayor had done it 10 years ago during occupy boston or had done it a few years ago when those idiots from wellesley laid in the middle of 93 and stop traffic if they had done anything but broom this stuff in other times a couple of years ago when antifa twice in the last four years beat the hell out of people and 30 of them were arrested and they broom them all they have to go home you know with paying no no, no price of course they're empowered because we never stood up to it you never stood up to this stuff well you did once not- i hate I, I hate to play by your rules which is we always have to go to the extreme to make a point here but I can tell you one time they stood up to it was Kent State, and I'm, I'm guessing you didn't like the outcome there. I hope you didn't anyway. How is that possibly related to this? Well, it's Kent related was- to people that are that are protesting and making a statement that you probably didn't like, and so when you tried to stop them, four people got killed. It, yeah, it's not about blasting people with live rounds in a crowd. Okay. That's not how you stop. So, again, I ask you, how would you stop whatever it is you think needs to be stopped? I don't understand what you're getting at. I would have, well, first of all, I would have overwhelming personnel on the ground, especially if you're trying to save the Like they the did lives. at Kent State. I don't know why my analogy is un- was unclear to you. but First of all, passers-by got shot at Kent State as well. Okay. You know, those guys were using live route. What, what is that? With Kent State, yeah, we we effed it up in 1969. Okay, it was done wrong. Okay, maybe the police strike with Coolidge was uh, but, overbearing uh, too. You know, maybe he was. was a- 
but maybe he wasn't. About- on the other hand, do you not understand that, again, what you will do forevermore is say, if they stopped this from day one, everything would have been great. Do you not understand the possibility that if you had done that on day one, you would have seen a lot more rioting, a lot more looting, and a lot more death? Because that may – I don't. none of us know, Shattuck, but you act like you're positive – they this would have just gone away. It's not as simple as just saying, "Oh, we got to stop this. We got to stop it now." You're seeing this in D.C. right now. They shoved all of those guys out, but Trump is sort of losing that political battle now. He, they, they had to send Barr out again today to try and say we didn't shove him out for the president. But everybody thinks they shoved him out for the president, and they were back in much larger numbers last night than they were that night. They've lost that political battle. They had burned Lafayette Square the night before that stuff had happened. They had burned Washington, D.C. Entire, there, were, there are terrorists in the streets, and we kind of make a separation between the protesters and the terrorists because this is happening. We all agree you on know, that. These, well, are we allowed to do anything about anything or just are, yes, are we, we are. I... people who want to open their businesses uh, because they're going to the quarantine? Look, I on this we have a common ground. I, there's no, I, no one's disputing it. I've told you, look, these daily protests, the protests in the day, the one going on right now in New York, for example, fine. Protest at night, I'm not fine with because they are only leading to trouble. But what I and I'll tell you something else, I'm not fine with is people saying there's a curfew, but then there's no enforcement mechanism for that, and nobody cares. And it's all just lip service. Meanwhile, if you go and open your business today a week ahead of when the governor tells you you can open it, you'll get fined and fined heavily. I find all of this hypocritical and ridiculous and doesn't make any sense. However, I don't know where when you say you should have just stopped this. I don't know what that means or what what it is that you were going to stop, number one. And number two, how you were going to do it. 617 Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Stopped, uh, you know, violent protests in New York a bunch of times in the 90s. You know, and and somehow they managed to get over the horrible memory of Ken State to do it. You know, there is a way to do it. Please know how to do riot control, crowd control. 617-266-6868. Pete's in Rhode Island. Pete, you've been waiting. Welcome to RKO. Hey, how are you today? Hey, Pete. So I'm calling about the statue. Mm-hmm. So I'd like the statue to stay okay. for a couple of reasons. Uh, it represents the soldiers as far for the South. But at the end of the war, Jefferson Davis and the Southern Command actually wanted to br- uh, bring on a guerrilla war. Lee was against it, and if he had been for it, it would have changed things. The war could have gone for years further. Also, there was an instance where Lee was in Episcopalian church going to accept communion. An African-American goes up to the communion to accept it, and everyone stood still. Real quiet, uncomfortable moment. Lee gets up, kneels beside him, and takes communion with him. He went to do a lot to healing the country afterwards. Secondly, in Germany, there were statues to German soldiers. There are not statues to Nazis. I don't have a problem with a statue to a Confederate soldier. Now, you have to ask your question. The Nazis sent the German soldiers to war. 
which party sent the Confederate soldiers to war. And it's probably uncomfortable for a Democratic mayor and a governor to stare at those statues. I think they should stare at them. The party of the Republicans was formed under Fremont to free the slaves. The guy that won was Lincoln, the next candidate. The Republican Party freed the slaves. The Democratic Party fought a war to maintain slavery. And it's probably very uncomfortable for them to stare at that statue every single day. I think the statues need to stay to represent the soldiers, but also to remind them who started that war and who which party prolonged the war over slavery. And that was the Democratic Party. But you, although you do uh, know, we, Pete, that like the parties were basically backward. They were, they were opposite almost of what they are now. The names are the same, but what they say. I mean, back then the Democratic Party, quote unquote, stood for big business, uh, high capitalism. You know, all of the stuff that you think of the current modern day Republican Party. They're almost flipped now. That's not true. And the North was an industrial base. That was the Republican Party in the North. Secondly, Byrd. When did he pass away? In 2000? He was a member of the KKK. He wasn't a Republican VB. There was no way. Okay. And you had Eisenhower with the, Eisenhower with the integration of the military service. You had Woodrow Wilson that was anti-black. You had FDR with the camps. When you follow it, you can make that argument, but you can't back it up with the facts, VB. Well, that's okay. Okay, Pete, you and I will disagree as to whether Lee should be up there or not, but go look, go back and look at what the Democratic Party was in, 19, in 1850 and 1860 and who were members of it and what they were pushing for, and I think you'll see that it's not what the Democratic Party is today. I appreciate the call, Pete. I'm going to take a break. 617-266-6868. More calls when we come back. VB in the middle with Tom Shattuck right here on RKO. It's VB in the middle. I think men do have the poop shame. I don't think this idea that sure. men are walking in going, like it's the Wild West. We kick open the saloon doors. <laughs> that it's and whoever wants some of this. Yeah. sitting down. Right. I don't, I don't think that's going on anymore. Hey, diaper lady. <laughs> now back to everybody's favorite middleman, VB. One more segment on this, and then we're going to talk about Trump and uh, Mad Dog Mattis. What's going on there? Shattuck in 10 minutes. Tom Shattuck of the Little Sun. I'll ask you, does Trump have a Mad Dog Mattis problem? And if so, how does he deal with it? First, I want to take a few more calls on the Confederacy and on Drew Brees' comments. Uh, Bill's in Mattapan. Bill, you're next in RKO. Thank you for taking my call, BB. First of all, my priorities is my God, my country, and my family in that order. Before that, I joined Marine Corps when I was 16 years old, okay? I've always, always adored and loved the flag and the pledges of allegiance and all that goes with that. As far as the uh, statute concerned in Richmond, um, what property is that on? State property. State property? Who pays yep. the taxes? Huh? Who well, pays the taxes? Uh, presumably uh, res residents of the Commonwealth of Virginia, yeah. Right, and then the residents should, uh, 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 if, a, if a resident doesn't want to pay for that particular tax, then let it be uh, put on somebody else's uh, uh, bill, okay? And as far as uh, what Drew Brees says, he said it four years ago. No one took note to that then. Well, why are they making such a big fuss about now? The man is only speaking his mind. He said, that doesn't say that he, he doesn't. I asked you, uh, can I ask you a question here, Mr. Beanie? Yeah. What do you think of a black person? Do you like black people? Do I like black people? Wow. I didn't black, expect to get like asked that question. People? As simple as that. I, yes, I like people, yes. 
No, you don't. No, you don't. And I'll tell you why you don't. I you don't. hesitate. Okay? It's easy yes or no, B.B. I can look you in your eyes. Now, I'll, I'll take that, B.B. I really don't know. Sometimes you seem like you're all right. Sometimes I can tell by the tone and the, uh, the, 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 uh, the voice, the voice whether a person is a, uh, 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 racist or not, by just talking to them. And so, that's what needs to be done. That's People an interesting comment, Bill. They but they don't like a person or what do they do like a person. And they don't like them for, for, for their color. Why? Why? That's, that's an interesting comment, Bill, some of it anyway. I appreciate the call. Breeze is getting this, Shattuck. You've been reading some of the comments, and you've been hearing from some of these athletes. I think it was Martellus Bennett, if I'm not mistaken, that said, I can tell when someone is racist long before they ever know it. And Bill just sort of played it, played that card on me somehow. But that is a that's a thing that's going on right now. Was that you don't even know you're racist? It's, as I, CNN had a banner on today about Drew Brees' right. unbiased or unknown racism, unknown bias. I think <laughs> is how they put it. But like, I mean, you're well, how do you argue uh, against that? You're feeding another diamond to that meter because when he said, "Do you like black people?" The whole reason that you and your woke friends right now are putting black-colored avatars on and yelling at people for erasing graffiti is because you want to prove how virtuous you are. I don't know whether it's some guilt because you're a run percenter now, lives in a mansion, or you grew up in a rich town, which you did. I don't know where exactly it comes from, but it's pathetic, and it's not productive. And eventually, you know, this, this uh, woke wave is going to move along, and you're going to feel dumb that you gave away the ability to express yourself honestly and create honest dialogue and conversation because you wanted to be in the in crowd for 10 minutes on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know any of what you're just saying, almost as much as I wasn't taking anything that Bill from Adapan said too seriously. Shelly's in New Hampshire. Shelly, you're next on RKO. Hi, thank you for taking my call. I, I have a recipe, a new recipe for all of us. It describes a new course that, that for us. First of all, you start with the first ingredient, ingredient that of an aggrieved population, a portion of whom are presently destroying property their fellow man. Blend in the grievance, which is based primarily on past discrimination. The aggrieved population includes a significant number of members exhibiting problems with crime, family wholeness, education proficiency, substance abuse, and sales who claim to want equality, but at the same time demand special treatment in the form of affirmative action and forced acquiescence in the lie of genocide of that aggrieved population. Mix in a democratic political, democratic party political class, quite skilled at exploiting the aggrieved population for political aggrandizement. Add a whiff of propaganda, hysteria, and threat. Stir violently and boil on the hot streets of the night. And voila, you have a main course of stereotyping of the new other, accompanied by the side dishes of bigotry, hate, violence, directed at the new other people for their color. Ironically, the very recipe that today's aggrieved population so decried so rightly so many years ago just gave you a recipe for misery. And the beat goes on, and the Robert E. Lee statue should come down, because if you don't want to be a slave, don't be a master. And the fact that his wife is the owner of the slave is a technicality. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it, Shelley. I, 
I'm not sure I followed all of that recipe, Shattuck, and I thought like we were switching sides in the middle of that thing there, but uh, she yep. got through it, so I'll give her that. Can you hint to a guy like me that there's an actual casserole coming? Uh, can't gear away. <laughs> I picture uh, you feverishly trying to write, thinking you were going to make some food tonight, but then you got lost in all of that, and that's how it goes. i got 30 seconds left on this one. Anthony in the car, you're going to have the last word here. Yeah, VB, I would say take the statues down. I think the Confederacy was treasonous. Bingo. End of story. Thank you. Mic drop. Appreciate it, Anthony. I agree. Look, they were they were fighting to dissolve the Union. We believe in the United States. They didn't. They didn't want to be part of the United States. There has to be consequences to that. One of those consequences has to be we're not going to worship you forevermore. It, just, it makes no sense. 617-266-6868. Quick break. When we come back, Shattuck, I'm going to ask you that question. Does Donald Trump right now have a James Mattis problem? And if so, how does he deal with it? We'll get Shattuck's answer when we return right here on RKO. VB in the middle. WRKO. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.